so loud. Oh my gosh. Hello, and welcome to another Gold Nerds live podcast. I'm your host, Lons, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shy. Hi, Shy. Hey there, Lons. Great to be here. I'm I'm overwhelmed. I don't have my usual like schmoopaloos thing because we are in the presence of the marvelous and wonderful and fabulous Bria B. The real, the IRL as you taught me. In real life, Bria B. IRL. We are indeed. The marvelous Bria B is in our living room, the Goldbergs living room with us. Hello. Welcome to the Gold Nerds podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Um, no, thank you for joining us. And we are so excited to have you on. Um, why don't we start a little bit about your, your past with Adam, how you met, what, how did that situation go? How did you meet Adam? Uh, so Adam and I met in a production of a Neil Simon play called Brighton Beach Memoirs. Um, and this was being done at the old Academy Players, which is in like the East Falls section of Philly. Um, I didn't know anybody at the theater. I didn't know Adam. I was just like, you know, let's audition for this play. I had played the younger sister in a production a couple of years earlier. So I was very familiar with the show um, and went in and got the part of Nora. Adam, of course, played Eugene. Um, and we met at rehearsals and started hanging out um, in between rehearsal, you know, on breaks and stuff. And um, he was really, really, really funny. He was charming. He was so, he had such charisma on stage. He was so confident. I was just like in awe of him um, and just so cool and so sweet. And he started writing me these little letters um, during rehearsals and then, you know, the rest is. <laughs> so, so like, I have to, I have to, I have to ask about this because yeah. you, you were referenced when Bria B first comes on the show mm -hmm. and Sadie Stanley comes in and plays her. They show a clip of you at the end of the show um, uh, when you were younger, and and the, the headline is something like Bria B being too cool for me. Too cool for Adam. So for the longest time, we assumed that Adam actually never in, in this show. We in our podcast, we we assumed that Adam never got to date you. That you were I like heard that podcast. I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> so so we assumed that you guys never got a chance to date and that this was like Adam, now the Hollywood star, throwing the girl he had a crush on into his show many oh, years later. But I guess that wasn't the case. That was definitely not the case. No, I he does that. He does that. In, he's, he said that in real life. He says it on the sh Adam's characters, you know, says it in the show. Like, she's too cool. She's too cool. I don't know. I still don't understand where that comes from. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't certainly didn't consider myself a cool kid at any point in my high school experience. So I, I've always been very curious, um, as to, as to how Adam kind of came up with that. But, um, obviously it's really fun if you're going to have to relive your high school experience on a national television show, it's not so bad to be like the most <laughs> girl in school, right? And Bria B is definitely the most popular girl at... William Penn. And not only that, and we've talked about this a lot, Bria B is popular and just so nice and cool. This is yeah. not a, this is not a can't buy me love. Remember that movie? This isn't a can't buy me love situation. Oh, yeah. Like that, a very nice tribute that you get to be popular and cool <laughs> and, and nice. Like a nice person. Yeah. I, again, I went to an all girls high school. So um, I went to little flower Catholic high school for girls in the city. And I didn't, I don't know like the popular thing in an all girls school I would imagine is very different from a popular thing in a co-ed high school, right? Like there is no prom queen. <laughs> there is no homecoming. There's, it's just, you know, you wear a uniform, you, you don't get to, you know, show off your brand new outfit. It's very much like you're in school with girls and you just do your thing and nobody cares. Like, so I, it's really fascinating for me to watch this version of me in this, like in this high school with boys. Cause I'm like, wow, what would Bria, what would I have done? 
I'm going to bet that this is exactly what would have happened. I, you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy. I just, when I think back to high school and I try to picture boys there, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how people go to high school, (laughs) high schools and get anything done. Cause aren't you just like looking around like, oh, wow, look at all these like people to like, you know, hang out with and like go on dates with, like, I don't know how people did it. It's crazy. Yeah. So you meet Adam at, at, um, the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that evolve to, for you personally, from theater to acting? Like, I, I feel like it's a different medium. Um, so did you just like, were you inspired and you wanted to pursue it, you know, as a career? Um, I started working as a, as a child actor, if you will, when I was around 11 years old. Um, and by the time I met Adam, um, I was really, really seriously into it and had decided that this is like what I'm going to pursue and I want to go to college and get a degree in theater. Um, so yeah, I, I had been actively working and taking classes and auditioning for a, a pretty good amount of time when I actually did that show with Adam. Um, and I, I'm not, I mean, I, I, I loved singing as a kid. Um, that's kind of what got me into theater in the first place. I was, my parents played music, all different types of music all the time growing up. My mom was super into musicals. So I grew up listening to, you know, West Side Story and um, The Sound of Music and Annie and like. Is, just may I ask, what is your position on cats? For <laughs> I was just about to say cats, and then I was like, should I not say cats? So, so I, I, I am like a cat super fan, just so you know. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I go and appear on other podcasts. Like, I will look on, on Twitter, and people will say, like, they're going to do an episode on cats, and I will volunteer for people I don't know and be, I will come on and defend cats. Cats was my first Broadway show that I had ever seen. Me as too. Touring company. Let me oh. just say, I'm not at my first Broadway show that I ever got to see was Les Miserables um, in New York. But Cats came to Philly um, to the Man Music Center of all countries. Oh, <laughs> and I was a kid, and my mother took me for, I think it was like my eighth grade graduation present. And the cats were crawling over us in the audience. I mean, it's just like the, I, I was just, I remember listening to the album as a kid. And just thinking, oh, this is definitely what I'm gonna do. I want to dress up as a cat and sing songs. Yeah, I I think you would. I mean, again, I spend a lot of time thinking about cats. I think you would make a great bomb ballerina or Demeter. You know, they those oh, are big. Demeter. Oh gosh, such a fascinating. I mean, oh my, it just it, it was crazy. Nobody had ever done anything like it. You know, it was it was like over the top and and magical. And who doesn't love cats? <laughs> I have now found show. out many people don't, but I stand by it unironically, and I'm so glad that you're you're with me on this. I I have not seen the movie because I kind of want to keep like my experience of it like a purely theatrical. <laughs> I I respect that. I respect that. I don't yeah. want. I don't. And, and you know, you have a reputation to maintain in in, in Hollywood. <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean to derail the story of your of your love of Broadway, but I no, <laughs> Lon said like one of those magic words like in Pee Wee's Playhouse, and everyone's like, oh, Broadway and musicals, what? <laughs> yes. um, yeah, and that was another thing that Adam and I bonded over because Adam's knowledge of musical theater, by the way, was remarkable. He knew he would give me, you know, he would make me mixtapes, things, <laughs> be like, listen to this show and listen to that show, and I was just, I mean, we that was one of our biggest things that we loved to do is listen to musicals and talk about shows. And he was always going to New York to see things. And he was, he just, he loved it. He was as big of a musical theater geek as I was. So yeah, that was definitely a, like a bonding topic. Absolutely. So we have a bunch of, uh, we have a bunch of comments in the chat from the awesome crew who show up to our live podcast. Uh, one, one very important one here is Goldberg's fan says <laughs> it's a good thing you haven't seen the movie. So I wanted to get to that one immediately. I, I feel, you know, slightly differently, but I agree. Um, uh, Chad Smith, one, this is one of the original, original gold nerds before 
I ever watched the show even. Chad's one of the originals and uh, also one of the big Wendy fans. And oh, wow. he clearly loved your appearance. Um, we've also got, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we've got tons. Oh, and and we've got some. Thank you, the big gold nerd who has queued yes. up our poll. Oh, my goodness. It's <laughs> queued up our poll. I'm going to put the poll information up on the the screen. So go to menti.com and vote. And you're going to vote if, if Vicky B should join the front desk because I, for one, loved your chemistry with Wendy and with Beverly. And I feel like there could be a whole dynamic story of adding this extra dimension to the Frentas that would be a lot of fun. Oh, and uh, oh, wow, this is a big Joe deal. Webb. We are in the presence of greatness. This is the original gold nerd. This is Joe who started all this. Lons and I are the second generation gold nerds, but Joe started the podcast, the website, the social media, along along with Ash Miller. So Uh, awesome. Hey, Joe. uh, uh, And so... So yeah, I put our I put our poll up, and uh, we people should be in there voting right now. I'm gonna also put the link in the chat for people, or the information in the chat for people, and we'll come back to it in a little bit and see where the fans are at with with uh, Vicky B joining the frontas. Oh my! Sorry. Fingers crossed. I mean, what guys? How awesome! Vote with your heart, not your head. Yes, that would be a dream come true. It was already a dream come true to do the show, obviously. Like, I still can't believe I actually did it. I'm still kind of, like, trying to figure out how that whole thing happened. Um, but, yeah, it would be. I I had the best time. I mean. So how, why don't we talk about how that came to be, you know, fast forward years. You mm-hmm. still keep in touch with Adam, I'm assuming? Absolutely. Yeah, so I moved out here about, it'll be almost, gosh, it'll be nine years in January. And Adam was one of the first people that I reached out to and was just like, hi, I know nothing about Los Angeles. And I know that you've been there and you've been working there and any advice you have would be greatly appreciated. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, introduce you and, you know, get you some meetings and, you know, hey, why not have a line on my TV show that I'm writing now? And it was just, like he was, he was amazing. Um, and then he started developing the pilot for the Goldbergs very soon after I got here and was like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this show and it's about my family. I was like, Oh wow, that's really crazy. And then obviously the show came on and you know, all of the real people were introduced and it was so wild. And he was like, you know, we're thinking of you at some point, you know, we'll see what happens. And it just sort of became like a little, like, not like a joke, but it was kind of like, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. And so seasons kept going and I was like, okay, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And then I, like it happened. Um, And I got to, you know, have Bria as a character last season. And it was just like, I'm still, I, it's still really hard for me to wrap my head around it. When I see her, Sadie on TV and I hear my name, I'm like, do they mean me? <laughs> like, is that, is that real? Cause it's so, it's, I know it's very normal for the gold verse, obviously like that's what the show is, but like to actually go through it is still, it's so, so surreal. It's so wild and such a trip. So Joe asks, Bria, weren't you on an earlier season, like one or two? I, I believe that's true because we were I was we were digging into your into yeah. your IMDB. IMDb. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, season four. Um, I believe it was. Um, I played a mom uh named Mrs. Vanica, um, buying a uh buying some presents for my son's birthday party. It was when Barry and Erica were working at Spencer's Gift. <laughs> Spencer's Gift. What a mm-hmm. great episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I again that was another um that was another sort of just another gift from the amazing Adam Goldberg. I was, you know, really trying to get some more credits in TV. Um, and he was like, yeah, he's like, absolutely. Here's a co-star, you know, come on and, and, and do this role and get that credit. And, and it was, it was awesome. Um, I mean, that was another, that was obviously really 
incredible of him and really surreal to get to meet everybody and be on set and uh, like, oh my gosh, it's Goldberg's. Now it wasn't shot at Sony because they were on location. We were in a mall for that episode. Um, but I was like, okay, one step closer. Well, the, the legendary, the now legendary Victoria B has weighed in and says that Vicky B should be a regular on the Goldbergs. As, as, we as agree, Paul. Victoria. Yes, we, we thanks, agree. Mom. We agree. <laughs> uh, and, and we don't say that about everyone. We won't mention no, we don't. Some, some other recent uh, girlfriends that have departed the show, not Adams, but that, that were oh, around. Okay. Um, there was nothing personal to the actors, but uh, you got to play your mom relating to Mrs. G but that means in real life, you and your mom probably did interact with Mrs. G. We have had a wonderful opportunity to interview her. What was Beverly Goldberg like back in the 80s? Beverly Goldberg was just the most incredible like force of nature. You know, like when Beverly entered a room, you knew Beverly was there. She just, I mean, like the, the amount of energy and excitement and like passion she had for Adam was next level. And <laughs> it really was. It was just like, you know, she was the most incredible, like that, that mom that's like, yeah, my son's amazing and you're all going to know it. And it was, yeah, she, she was, she was incredible. She was so cool and so much fun. And I, I, the most time that my mom and Beverly really spent together was actually at the cast party for our our show for Brighton Beach Memoirs, and that's pretty much like the most like time I think that they actually like got to hang out. Um, I don't know if my mom is still on. Maybe she can <laughs> she can verify <laughs> that. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, we Adam and I dated for a very very brief time. Um, it was basically like at the sort of it happened during the show, which we shot, which we shot, which we did in um, in the spring. I think it was like an a, maybe like an April May something like that production, like right at the end of the school year, and then dated through the summer. Um, so it wasn't, um, quite as, as long as it is depicted on the Goldbergs. Um, so yeah, my mom wasn't necessarily like coming and hanging out at the house is a little, it's like the idea of that, you know, they kind of, they always have to boost things up for TV. So now another ex-girlfriend of Adam's that has been a guest on the show is the amazing Jackie Geary. And yeah. Adam similarly played her up as a little bit too cool for him when she comes back. Did you and Jackie ever ever interact? Paths? You're both also actors. And uh, did you ever, was there ever any like facing off over Adam's love? Or? <laughs> no, no, we didn't. Because they met when Adam was in camp. Um, and then I believe she lived in New York. And I lived in Philly. And so we never, like, I wasn't at camp. It was totally separate. It's a really funny story, though. When I moved to L.A., um, I was looking up, you know, places to study and take places to take classes. And, you know, they have, like, actors' workshops where you get to meet casting directors. And I called, a friend of mine recommended this place. I called to get an appointment. And the, they were like, we'll set you up with somebody who will be your sort of guide here at the school studio. And it was Jackie. <gasps> and we no had, way. We had never spoken, literally, ever. And I called, she called to confirm my, you know, I had to like do like an interview audition type thing. And she's like, oh, I'm just calling to confirm tomorrow. And I was like, actually, um, I'm shooting, a friend of mine has a TV show and um, I'm going to the taping of the of the pilot and I'm gonna be like a featured extra, which is a whole different story that I don't think most people know about because I ended up not being in it. It's very convoluted, but Adam was like, yeah, come and do this thing. And, and she was like, oh, I have a, She's like, I have a friend who has a TV show. Um, and I was like, oh, it's the Goldbergs. And she's like, oh, I know the executive producer. And I was like, yeah, I know an executive producer on it too. <laughs> Still, I'm not figuring. And then I was like, wait, are you, you're Jackie, Jackie Geary? I was like, did you go to camp with Adam? And she was like, yes. And 
she dropped the phone. I was like, oh, I'm Bria B and Adam and I were dating when he met you and the whole, and she like, I could hear her screaming, like just screaming off in the distance. And like, I mean, it was, she picked up the phone and it was just like, I cannot believe that of all of the, like how in the world is the world this small? It's, um, it's the gold verse. It's the gold, it's, gold verse. It's interconnected. Yeah. And I got to meet her. I got to come into the, to the school where she was doing her thing and like hang out. And she was super nice. Obviously, she's amazing. She gave me like advice. I mean, she was super cool. And I I have to do a shout out to Jackie Geary because honestly, if it weren't for her, I probably wouldn't have been able to play Vicky B because she really was so, um, I mean, that was like that she had suggested it to Adam. Mm. Wow. Well, Jackie's 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 awesome. She's a friend to the gold nerds beyond just having been in the gold verse. Yeah. Um, and and also played her own mother. So it's a great well, tradition. That, OG, you know, I mean it's <laughs> that you're all a part of. Um I, I we got another great question from the big gold nerd. And this is probably, you know, we, we talked about you and the front does, and we'll get to the poll soon. But Wendy, you have such a funny scene with Wendy when she, the moment when I've rewatched it multiple times, the moment when she says, Adam came from my body and you say, that's a thing that people sometimes say, or people might say or something like that. Yeah. It cracks me up every time. Yeah. What was it like working with Wendy? Oh, it was a pinch me. This is not real. This is not real. I, you know, you're, you're there to do a job. Right. So I'm like, okay. And I was taking everything very, very seriously, obviously. But then you see Wendy and you're like, oh, that's Wendy. <laughs> and I had met her a couple of times before. Um, Adam had introduced me to her. I got to come on to set one time, like many seasons ago, and just kind of visit. And she was so lovely and so sweet. And we've been sort of friends on Instagram. And, you know, she's just an amazing person. But like, I will say I was I was very intimidated, not because she was intimidating. I mean, Wendy was the nicest, sweetest, so cool. She was like, you got this, like super easy, just do your thing. Like she was so awesome and so just chill. But I was like, oh, you're you're Wendy. Like this is like I'm acting with with Wendy, like what's happening? Um, so yeah, it was I mean, but she was fantastically supportive, friendly, cool, chill. She's just like, you're great. You're here. Like, yeah, do what you do, do your thing. She's like, you just do your thing. I was like, okay, I will do that. <laughs> um, and yeah, she was, it was, but it was very much like, you know, your head's like, wait, this is happening, you know, but you're like in work mode, but then you're also in mega fan mode. Cause I was right. like, oh my gosh, like, look, it's Wendy. <laughs> like, so strange. Oh my God. Well, let's let's go to let's go to the results of the poll before getting. Yes, let's see, here. guys. I hope you chose wisely. Also, I will admit that I probably didn't like a hundred percent put the poll together. Like, like I'm still learning how to use Mentimeter properly, so this is this will be kind of funny <laughs> when 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 we see how this turns out. Um, so here is our poll. I'm gonna bring it up. Here we go. So we got should Vicky B join the Frentas, and the answer in both cases was yes. So I actually truly don't understand how people answered this, but our, our answers were as follows. One was, yes, Essie, if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, because in the Goldberg's Girls ep episode, uh, we see uh, we see the um, uh, the comparison between the gold Golden Girls. And, yeah. and this is one of the quotes that Beverly says to Essie. And then also one of the great quotes is, Essie, you are such a Blanche. Yeah. And... <laughs> I guess I got less votes, but I don't really know know why. But the, the bottom line is this is we are deeply in the positive zone for we Vicky are. to join the Frentas. Oh and man. Definitely Vicky to come back on the show. So the gold nerds have spoken. And oh. I will say, um, the wonderful Chris Bishop, um, yeah. he, he was messaging with us and he said, quote, and he said to quote, he said. She was wonderful on the episode and to give his best to you. And so clearly Chris Bishop is, is, is into it. So Chris, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, you know, the gold nerds have some words for you over 
Rhea B. Oh, I mean, or Rhea B and Vicky B. This is so awesome, you guys. I can't, it's, I, I'm still, I'm st I, yeah, I can't talk now. Um, <laughs> that's happening. My apologies. Um, no, it was a dream come true. And I, you know, not to be like sappy, and, uh, but I just, it was an absolute dream come true. Um, it was such an honor. I, I still can't believe I got to do it. Um, and, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget it. It was the greatest thing. I hope to be back, obviously. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to be back? I mean, hello. Um, but yeah, I'm just eternally grateful, like to the entire show and to everybody who was like, yeah, come on, come do this. Because it was, you know, the most extraordinary opportunity. And who gets to play their mom, like in in a show? It's now did you talk with your mom about how she acted and like kind of get some tips from your mom to put into the character? I, you know, it's really strange. It was such an emotional experience for me. It was so like weird meta. I was like, okay, I didn't want to think too hard about how to play her because I didn't want to get like, it was already such an odd like thing to do. And I didn't want to be too in my head about like, okay, so now you're your mom, but like, you know, you're, I was like, let me just kind of like let my own natural Vicky B isms, which I have obviously inherited from her being her daughter. Um, and let me just kind of let that come out, which I think it did. I, I think my mom, I think my mom approved. <laughs> she was, she was happy with it. Yeah. That, That's and, awesome. and um, it, it, Vicky seems to have a real respect for Bria in the show, like Vicky's suggestion is let's talk to them like adults. How was your relationship with your mom growing up? Oh my gosh. And here you are, the two of you. Oh my goodness. She's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well we, my mom and I, you know, we were like sisters. We are like sisters. You know, we always thought that was such a cool thing about our, our relationship. I mean, obviously she was a parent first um, and very strict and always on me for doing everything the way I should be doing it as moms do. But yeah, definitely closer, almost like sisters um, and extremely supportive and just so proud. And, you know, we're from Philly. We're, we're from Philly. Like we're Philly girls. Like you don't mess with Philly with no. girls. I, I, Philly. I'm, wear, I'm, I'm wearing my, no. I'm, I, I'm wearing my, we, the gritty t-shirt. right? Yes. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. So, you know, mama bear doesn't mess around. Mama B is like, yeah, <laughs> my always fighting for us, always championing, championing. I can never say that word. My brother, I have a younger brother. Um, and, um, yeah, she was, you know, the most supportive person because this career is insane. And I started when I was about 10 years old and she and my dad were both like, yeah, we're going to support you. We will help you, but it's going to be hard and you've got to be tough. You have to have a thick skin. You're going to get rejected all the time. You're going to be, you know, up for things and you don't get them and that's going to be hard. But if you're really serious, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll help you and we'll, we'll, be there to support you. And, and yeah, my mom and my dad were both really just like, if you want to do this, you know, we, we got your back. Very lucky. That's awesome. Thanks, mom. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and I mean, speaking of Philly and speaking of acting, I feel like Lons, we got to ask about one of your all time yes. favorite movies. Silver Linings Playbook. You know, oh, tell yeah. me all about that experience. Tell, tell me how it was working opposite Bradley Cooper and, you know, one of the greatest movies of all time, I think. Oh, um, and certainly the Academy thinks so, too, being nominated. So what yeah. was your experience like? I mean, that's that's hard to describe. Honestly, even all these years later, that's another that was definitely a pinch me. I can't believe this is happening. Um Bradley Cooper was so just down to earth, so genuine and so respectful. And I came on to set, my first day was the shower scene. So I met Bradley wearing nothing 
but a robe and some, you know, pasties. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it was just like, I, I can't believe we're, we're about to do this. And he treated me like I was any other working actor. It wasn't like, oh, you know, you're not a star. You're not from Hollywood. He was like, oh, we're doing this scene and let's talk about it and let's get some ideas about what we want to do. And David O. Russell was there and we all just, the three of us sat down and talked about the the story and, and the characters and, and the moment and what was going to happen. And it was just like, it, it was it was completely it it was a dream. It was like being in a dream. So I, that, that scene, which I watched again this morning, I mean, you mentioned the shower. This is not a romantic shower scene. This is a pivotal, violent, intense scene of Bradley Cooper's character of Pat Pat, right? Yeah. Of, of Pat coming and finding his wife, who you play. You play the Nikki, who is this character that has you know bemused him and this is we're supposed to carry this moment through us through the whole film because this is the only glimpse of you we get at the beginning right there's a a, no pressure right everyone (laughs) has to buy in that glimpse of you why he would be so fixated on trying to get back together with you and and why he would go berserk and attack the the history teacher, the science teacher, the librarian, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and when you have that small moment, how do you make the most of that small moment with some, with that much riding on your, on your shoulders? That's a really good question. Um, you know, I was completely terrified that day. I had never done First of all, it was the biggest show. It was the biggest film I had ever worked on. I mean, I'm with David O. Russell and Bradley Cooper and obviously everybody else. But at that point, my role had not been extended into the dance scene. And David was deciding on whether or not he would bring me back. Uh, There was a a few people on the production just thought it would be better to keep Nikki as this mysterious, you know, we never see her, you know, she's on this pedestal, like, you know, keep her sort of this idea versus have her be a real life person. And then I basically shot the shower scene, was completely terrified because I had never ever done any type of nudity before. And I was, you know, had a huge conversation with David um, about that before I decided to do it. Um, And then, had like the best time, if you can call doing a, a sort of semi-naked <laughs> scene, the best time, I mean, you know, but had the best time working with them and was like, David, you got, you know, you have to bring me back to, to do this, to do the second half, you know, to do the dance scene. I was like, not just because this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me and could potentially change my life, but because in the novel by Matthew Quick, it's the one, it's the, it's the, it's the it's the choice that the audience and the readers have been waiting for, for Pat to have that opportunity that he's been chasing this whole film is to have a, a moment with Nikki, or this or to choose Tiffany. You know he's got mm-hmm. this vision, and it, it's, it's it's I have goosebumps right now, literally because it's the what's he gonna do? You know, like what has he learned, and like. Oh God, it was like, you have to, like, it's, it's, it honors the story. You know, it's such a great moment. And, and he, I had to wait a few days and then was told by the like production. Oh yeah. You know, we are going to bring you back for the, for the final scene in the film. And, oh man, it was, yeah, it was very intense. I would say explosive, you know, very, you know, He's such a passionate guy. And for you to play opposite about that, you know, how, how did, the, how did you get your, your head around, you know, in the, the right mind space for that? To, to, to play in this scene at the, at the, um, at the end of the film. Yeah. That, well, gosh. So this is, this is, these are a lot of secrets about Silver Linings playbook. So, um, <laughs> Uh, Don't say it. anything that will get you in trouble with Bradley Cooper. Right. No. No okay. one wants you in trouble with Bradley Cooper. No, Bradley. No. The the scene hadn't really been like fully written. Um, 
my interaction with 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 Bradley with Pat. And so David was like, okay, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna wing it. And I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to wing it with with Bradley Cooper. Like, what's happening? Wow. So there was it was very very intense. It was very I, I was just sort of like, oh, okay, you know, how do I do that? And you know, it was it was I spent three days on set in that scene watching and just thinking about the relationship and I had obviously read the book a bunch and it was just in this really like crazy place and then when it came time to shoot it it was just so natural he was just like hey and I was like wow like who are you like where's my ex-husband because what was that and this is such a bittersweet thing to see you so happy and out there doing something and also like clearly you know we're done and it was, it was very, I was so nervous again. I was so nervous. So I had this jitters that I think Nikki would have had to have seen him for the first time since, you know, the incident. And it was all just very much like, okay, let's just be in the moment and see what happens. And David was right there. And he was, you know, coming up with things to say and he was giving us lines and we were saying them and, you know, you're acting and hearing David. David works very, very, very intimately. Like, I mean, he is standing right next to you when you're shooting. So he's almost like another character, if you will, because you hear him. He's right there, which is, I think, incredible. Like, it was the coolest, most intense, like, challenging thing I had ever done. Um, and it just to sort of, you know, be listening to him and in the moment, listening to Bradley and kind of processing it. And it, yeah, it was, it was wild. It was that, like, that cast. So I don't know what order Lons, you'll know this, but yeah. they've done the, the variations of that cast have done that. They did American hustle. And then <laughs> I just recently saw joy, joy. which I had yeah. no idea was such an incredible movie. Oh yeah, my God. I love that film. And um, did they had they already developed that chemistry that seems to have carried forward in all these films? Like, do you feel and 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 then the, and tie it back to the Goldbergs too? That that set feels like it must be like a family. It, is it strange coming into these situations where there are these people who are playing off each other all the time? Yeah, it's. I mean. I think anytime you play a character, you play a, you know, supporting sort of day player role, you know, sort of coming into something like that. It's always hard because they have a whole language, you know, um, that, that they're used to working with the director. They've been working for weeks together, you know, and then they obviously started doing more films together. So they really have this sort of tight knit kind of group. So it's always hard to kind of come in and just be like, Hey guys, like, I'm here to do my job and, you know, I want to try to fit in as best as I can. Um, but that was what was so cool about Bradley specifically was that he was so like, you know, you're a part of this. Like we're shooting in Philly because this is where I'm from. This is really important to me. And this is a, it's a hometown experience. And it, he just was so welcoming and, and so lovely and made me feel like I deserved to be there which I didn't know if I did. I mean, you know, you're like on set with some of the biggest stars in the world and you're like, how did I get here? Am I, is this right? And he's like, yeah, this is your, you got the part and yeah, like come on in and, and do your thing. Um, and so it, it, as, as intimidating as it was to be on a set with, you know, Robert De Niro and, and, and David O. Russell and Bradley Cooper and Jennifer and all of that, it was also like, oh no, you like, we we picked you and here you are like let's let's do it so yeah it's 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 i keep saying it's wild but that's, that's really like the best way to describe it i think well oh, we don't we want to take up all your time with silver linings playbook let's go back to the goldbergs you know our background right now is in the um living room and you said it was pretty wild um is it does it look exactly like how how it was, you know, in real life? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. Not not so much. Um it was more of a trip for me to be on the TV set 
and to be sitting on the sofa that you see on TV every Wednesday, right? It was like, okay. this is the actual, this is, here I am, you know, in this world that I've only seen on a TV screen and I'm sitting on the actual sofa and there's the, there's the TV and there's the fireplace and there's this and oh my goodness. And then look, you can see through there, there's the dining room and there's the kitchen. Like, you know, I was just like geeking out obviously um, because it was, it was so surreal to be like, oh, this, cause my first scene that I shot was the scene when I meet, um, um, when I meet, when Adam comes in and I've just started talking to Beverly and then Murray comes home. Um, so it was, it was like, oh yeah, this is, this is really happening. Okay. <laughs> wow. So speaking of your interactions with the adults, so this is, I'm going to get a little personal here, Okay. but more personal for, I guess on behalf of your mom, on your mom in a way, but Mr. Woodburn asks your character out. Um, uh, you're, you're sort of the, was your mom like, was, was, was your mom sort of, did she have a lot of fans amongst the, uh, you know, uh, uh, single dads in Philly? Was that, uh, was that like a common occurrence? Sorry. Is this too, am I over the line? It's really funny. I'm sure my mom is freaking out. Um, um, I honestly don't remember um, my mom um, and dad separated when I was in high school. And I, I think that like my mom was just so like, okay, I'm doing the mom thing. I'm doing the mom thing. I'm working. I've got the kids and you know, all of that. Um, but I think my mom has always had fans cause my mom's adorable. <laughs> Um, it's safe to say she's pretty adorable. Um, but yeah, back then there, she was definitely not dating any of my, of my high school. <laughs> not, not, not <laughs> principal ball did not ask her no, out. No, uh, there's, no. there's someone, uh, in our, in our gold nerds crew, Jim Russell art says he knows your dad, that your dad was a general, was your dad, the general manager of TV Pontiac in the eighties. No, I think, I think was. Oh no, I, her dad, her, his wife. Okay. Got it. Her wife, his wife's dad. This was confusing. Yeah. To me and my no. ability to process grammar. Oh no, please. Um, I grew up, so I did not grow up in Jenkintown. I grew up in like the Northwood Frankfurt area of the city, which is in the Northeast. So not suburban, you know what I mean? Like definitely more like Philadelphia zip code, all of that. Um, so I don't really know, like I didn't definitely not, ha I did not have a Jenkintown experience. You know, I was definitely um, in more in the city and um, did not really know about, uh, I didn't know anybody from Jenkintown really until I met Adam. Great. So you said your first scene was you're in the living room and then Murray walks in. Um, so how was it working with Jeff Garland? And, you know, we talked about cast chemistry before. Was there, did they do any improv? I mean, you have two improv legends with Jeff Garland and Wendy. So any I improv going on? Technical issue right now. I'm so sorry to, to interrupt that question, but my battery is about to die. Um, so I might need to like recalibrate my, uh, positioning if that's okay. I'm no problem. Do you want us, you want us to bring you down off screen while you fix that? And then that would be awesome. I thought if that's okay, I'm going oh, to try. Thank you for staying with us. Are you kidding? Oh God, of course. Yeah, most, I just, most people would be like, my battery's dying. Stop asking me these questions. Oh I, gotta go. <laughs> I need to figure out a way to kind of readjust myself so that I can get, keep doing this if that's okay no, no problem well, so we'll drop you out just wave to me and when when you're when you're when you feel like you're back and we'll bring you back into the show amazing okay all right we will be back with bria b in a moment lons let's let's talk about you know this is a great time for our other poll because our other poll is is going to be about what we are grateful for in the goldverse this year in 2020 so i'm putting this great thanksgiving poll yeah, this is, you know, Thanksgiving is coming this week and uh, we've got the poll this week up and this this one, we what what is more synonymous with the with the um, with Thanksgiving than Uncle Marv. Right. So right. go to 
Go to Mentimeter or go to menti.com, put in this code, join us, vote. We want to see your votes. Let's see if people are already putting stuff in. Um, maybe not, because uh, I just dropped it in and and, there, <laughs> and and there's a delay. So probably not. But what are you most thankful for? This is a word cloud. So just anything that you comes to your mind, you know, like me, I'm I'm. I'm de I'm grateful for Lou Schneider. He dedicated he directed this last episode, which was definitely one of my favorite ones of the season. So that's like I'm going to put that in right now. Um, Lons, how about you? You know, I think I'm always grateful for Pops. We got a shout out to our, you know, incomparable George Siegel. So thank you, Pops, for just being being around, being Pops. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, Bria's back. Bria, we're talking about things that we're thankful for in the Goldverse right now in honor of Thanksgiving. Mm. And um, uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm doing the entering. Do you have do you have a word that you'd throw in? This is a little word cloud we're going to do. A, a word cloud? Yeah. So I just something that comes to your mind that you're thankful for in the Gold Nerds, in the Goldverse. So like Adam F. Goldberg could be one of those things or it could be the couch in the living room. You know, there any anything that comes to your mind in the Goldverse could be you know, principal ball. I don't know. <laughs> it, it could be principal ball there. Oh my gosh. Like, how do you pick? You know, I think, I, I think I would just have to say Bev. I'm, okay. mm, I would say Bev. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to be a strong word cloud right there. <laughs> um, Beverly, our fearless leader. Um, so yeah, as I was saying, I was just wondering, you know, with the cast chemistry between Jeff and Wendy and their improv legends, was there any improving going on? Blaney. They, you know, not so much. They're pretty, they're pretty true to the script. They stay pretty steady with that. Um, um, but definitely Jeff, uh, Jeff Garland was, I mean, I was crying on set because he really does just kind of go, or at least when I was there, he was just, you know, coming up with things. Um, when he's coming home and taking off his pants and talking to, you know, talking to Adam about the phones and, you know, he would, if, if he would reword something or he would change it up a little bit. And I was like, he would go off on these like tangents and I was like trying not to cry because I was laughing so hard. He is hilarious and so much fun. Um, when he, when he does those serious, when he gets things wrong, that is such a dad move. That's totally something that I would do myself, which is like to my kids, which is like, just get things wrong on purpose. And uh, when he starts going through the Gorbachev thing, I, I don't know if you were on set for that scene, but in the scene in the episode where he starts trying to guess who Bria B is and he's like, <laughs> Oh, six feet tall, 200 pounds. Oh yeah. Has a mole on her face. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, 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 yeah, I was, I, I read that. I was laughing so hard. Um, I was not on set. So, so because of, um, because of the current situation with, with COVID, obviously like set protocols have become much more serious and strict. And there've been a lot of changes to keep everything as safe as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so there's not a lot of like, oh, you can just sit right here and listen, or you can watch on the monitor, or you can be over here. Like you can't be anywhere unless you're actually on camera. Like when you, when you finish your scene, you're off, you're out. And they bring in the other people to keep it safe. So I, that, I kind of wish that I could have hung out because I love that. Like I'll sit and watch all day. Yeah. especially with Jeff and Wendy. I mean, anybody on the show, but you know, to be able to watch them work is, I love being able to watch great people work, but yeah, they were pretty, they were pretty strict about, you know, once you were done your scene, you were definitely not um, in the studio. Got it. Yeah. How was, okay. So how was working with yourself, Sadie Stanley, Bria B who plays Bria Bree, um, how was it working with your your younger self? And did you have you had you talked with her before? Because I know some of the you know actors have talked with their real life counterparts counterparts before. So had she come to you before, or was this the first time you've met her? First time, first time. I was like, I mean, it was so surreal again because I've been watching her 
since she started last season. And I, I had been hearing about her on set all week. Um, they were like, oh, you know, Sadie is like so amazing and she's so sweet and so professional and she does such a great job. And, you, you know, you guys totally look alike. Casting's crazy and how they did that. And I just had been hearing all this great stuff and I love her portrayal of me, obviously. I mean, she's so delightful on the show. Um, so I got to meet her and I was just like, again, it's such a strange mental experience where you're like, wait, so you play me. It, it's still, it's it's the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest thing. But obviously it was so cool. I mean, she's adorable. She's so lovely and delightful. And I mean, I had the best time talking with her. We took a picture together. Sean took a picture of us. You know, I was like, can I get a picture with my little mini maid? She's like, oh, of course. Yeah, that, that, that's amazing. Well, yeah. I want to take a moment just to like, let's analyze this poll together here. Oh, word cloud here. So as you can see, not all couples are beloved on the show. Wow. <laughs> the thing wow. people are most yeah. thankful for is Barry and Ren breaking up. Oh, there is a lot of Blaney love. We are, I mean, Lons yeah. and I are, 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 our Blaney propagandists, but we've got some Bria B in there. Oh, it's still, people are still voting. This is awesome. We've got, yeah, we have Vic. Um, Vic is in there. Love Vic. Yes. Haley, of course. She, she did, she was the last, she did the show. Lou, I put Lou in because I, I loved this last episode. I thought, it was oh, great. he was so awesome to work with. Wow. Well, thank you everybody for voting in our polls. We love the Gold Nerd participation. I'm going to drop the poll now. So cool. Now is so Lou directed this episode. Was he, you know, kind of like David O. Russell on set, you know, meticulously like right next to you? Um, how is that? How is he like as a director? Uh, well, they give you so there's definitely more space now. That, you know, they're not quite right there, especially with because of COVID. Everybody's right. kind of off, you know, to a different area. Um, but always, I mean always chiming in. Like any time I had a question, he was right there, you know, on speaker. Um, so you can hear him um, because he can't, he's not right in the, in the space. Um, but yeah, he was amazing. He had tons of ideas and he was like, Hey, we're just going to try a bunch of things and I'm going to tell you some different things to do and you just try them out and, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll just play. And I was like, that's amazing. Like that's the best way you could possibly do it. And he was great. He had so many cool, like ideas for the lines and he would let me, you know, change it up. And I, you know, he was very, very, very just fun. And, and again, like so supportive, so nice. Everybody, everybody on the cast, on the crew were just like, Oh, Hey, you like, you're part of the family, you know, come on in. Like it's, it's like a dream come true to work on a show like that, where everybody is so happy to be, be there, you know, like proud of the work they're doing, happy to have, to be part of such a great story, to be part of eight seasons of something, you know, that's like, it's, it's so rare to get to do that. And you can feel it. Like you just know that everybody just, just, they're all really proud and they really care about it. So it's, it was, it was incredible. We love to hear that over here on the gold nerd side. Love to hear that everyone loves to work because we love to watch the show and yeah. it wouldn't be the same if, if the cast didn't like each other. Or yeah. Oh my gosh. No, you can feel it's the, it's an absolute family. It's, it's really cool. Now, Sean and Wendy is one of my, I've been watching, like I'm a Sean and Wendy ologist because I have loved the evolution of the two of them on screen. Like mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I think is part of the magic of the Goldbergs is you had this kid, kind of come out of nowhere, Sean Gambroni, um, and, and Wendy, this incredible accomplished improviser and actor and comedian and all these things. And the two of them really have to, they have to do these like dynamic duo scenes where they're arguing, but also love each other. You got a front row seat to that. Are there any, are there any nifty things, angles you picked up either from your actor perspective that they do together that, that, or, or just any anecdotes about them working together? I mean, it was like one of my favorite parts of being on the show is to watch them have their little bit when I first um, introduced in the episode and, and they're going back and forth. And they're just so delightful. They crack each other up. 
You know, he laughs all the time. He's like, they are so sweet. And I absolutely agree with you. I love the evolution of their relationship and their dynamic, the mother, son, and Adam's getting older and he's figuring out what he wants to be and who he wants to be. And, and she's, you know, being that mom that's like, okay, I'll give you some room, but not too much room because I want to, you know, smother you and be my, you know, have my baby schmoopy, all of that stuff. Like, it's just, there's such a fascinating, like watching Sean grow up into the version of Adam that I knew has been really wild too, you know? Um, but I, I love where, I love where their relationship is and, and he's, just it's it's he's a he's like a young man now so they've got this whole new dynamic it's it's wild love it love it it's awesome there there were um there were a couple of i just want to reflect on the episode for 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 a moment yeah um there are a couple of things in that show that seem to have really come alive on Twitter in that episode. And one of them that I've seen was when Wendy talks, when Wendy tells Jeff, nobody cares about your old dead trollops. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a TV, sh uh, a t-shirt soon. Goldners, let us know if you want an old dead trollops t-shirt. That oh, one totally ab that. absolutely killed me. And then another line that killed me was when you, again, you're, you're, you stare point blank at Wendy and you say you're crazy your whole family is crazy <laughs> you're saying that but you're also saying about that about people you know it, are you just totally in character then and you're not you saying that Adam's family is crazy or are you trying to reconcile both in that moment oh no it's all character I can't think about like I I, I couldn't even really think about my mom once I got on set I was just like I'm playing I'm playing a mom you know, be my mom, technically, but in my head, I was like, I'm playing a mom. I love my daughter. Um, I want to get to know her boyfriend's family and, you know, and, and, and just do what a mom does. Um, but yeah, in that moment, no, I was just like, wow, you know, um, you guys are nuts. Um, <laughs> and as a defense sort of mechanism, right? As like a, well, if you think, you know, you're making, you have an issue with me because I'm divorced. Like, you know, you guys don't have a phone. You, <laughs> what? Like, come on, that's dangerous. What if you needed to call 911 or something? You know, what if someone's joking? Yeah, you invited me over to get to know each other and I already feel like I know too much. Yes. That was, <laughs> that's another one that oh just killed me. It's so fun. I loved the I loved the character. I, I you know, it's again, it's like you when you're playing your mom, you know, it's 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 such a you know that you're playing your mom, but it's also not ex literally your mom. So there's this it was a weird blend of like, okay, I know my mom and I know how to be like her, but I also have like she's a character on a show, so it's not exactly her. It's the idea of her. So, okay, so then I can bring this in that it's like a, it was a weird kind of blend of being my playing my mom and then playing just like, okay, I'm, I'm playing a mom in the story mm -hmm. um, so that I wouldn't be so thinking of like, well, would my mom have said that? Would she have said it this way or that way? And then you're not really like in the moment listening to the other actors or too much like, well, I don't think my mom would have held the cup this well. It's like, okay, relax. <laughs> Yeah, that is something that is something we often like uh, as a fan. I'm sometimes reminding other people like it's still it, it's based on true story, but it is also a fictional show. Right. Like right. some of the things really happen. Some of the things are are, are, are exaggerations. Definitely. Um, Lons, how are we doing on time? I know we want to be respectful of Bria's time. Yeah, we want to be respectful of your time. So we just I what I really want to know is where can we see you next? What future projects do you have coming up so we can watch more Bria B? So as of right now, um, I am in my little kind of, okay, let's see what happens mode. Um, I am basically at this point just auditioning. I don't have anything um, up on the horizon in the, in the near horizon, if you will. I'm just kind of, you know, waiting to see what happens. Um, it's been kind of a wild year, obviously. Everyone knows that, um, especially here in LA. Yeah. Uh, 
but productions are going on. Um, the Goldbergs is going on. Um, people are really rallying to make things possible and to keep things as safe as they can so we can still keep shooting and TV and movies. And so I am um, at this point, yeah, you know, um, hoping to come back. Um, oh, thanks, Susan. <laughs> yeah, hoping to come back as Vicky B. That would be really Hopefully. Cool. That's and where we want to see you next is Vicky B with the Frentas. Uh, and let's I, make it happen for 2021. I don't, I don't know if David O. Russell has Twitter, but, you know, I think you fit in just great with that cast. So let's let's. You know, Lons and I, you know, we are, we're always, you know, giving advice. We, when we had Adam on, we like pitched him a whole other TV show. So we have a, no yeah, we have a, a 90 or uh, a 2000s version of the gold verse, Jenkintown PA, oh, more of a dramedy. That I would totally tune in for that. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. Yeah. David actually is, um, he's getting ready to shoot another feature um, very, very soon. Uh, so David, if you're listening, hey. we, <laughs> we know he's a huge fan of this Twitter, <laughs> and we will get you, you know, fingers crossed on that film. And, yes. and, and I've been flashing it throughout, but, uh, just people can follow you at all these wonderful places. Is there, is that at BriaB.com? Oh, can you explain the fairy bee thing? Because it took me a double take to find you on Instagram. <laughs> Oh man. And I love, and, and I, you know, again, it's part of my research. I have to go and look at, uh, you know, do the real like deep liking on people's Instagrams. And I loved your little reference to the, to the, uh, to the dark crystal, which is so, at, like, give you like legit Goldberg cred. Like, that's right. your personality. And I loved that, that series. I'm no. dark crystal. <sighs> Lost my mind. There was a, there was a, a little guffling named Bria. I, yeah. I was like, what's happening? I, I really truly was like, is this, is this to somebody? I, I was like, is this a, this must be from a, the fairies. It's, it's a gift. It's magic. <laughs> so, so where does the fairy name come from? Are you just a mystical kind of character? I am. I don't know how mystical I would, you know, characterize myself as, but I do. I do love fairies. Um, I always have. I've always thought they were just such a fun little kind of fantasy, kind of magical thing. I, I was always, I guess it started when I was a baby, maybe with like Tinkerbell, you know, and I always loved glitter. So <laughs> I was like, these, these, these little things are pretty cool. These fairies look like they have a lot of fun. You know, I was like, I, 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 love, <laughs> I love glitter. Um, I love nature. Um, yeah, fairies. Um, I love magical things. Um, and I, um, you know, I, 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 when I got onto Instagram, Bria B was already taken. Oh, ah, yeah, that's a bummer. It was, yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. Okay, so you know what? Let's just you know, shout out to fairy, um, fairies and fairy lore and let's just do a fairy beat. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, I think they're just, I don't know. I, I always, I've always liked them. Um, and thought it was just kind of a cute little, little name. Um, it's uh, yeah. Well, well, gold nerds, everyone, <laughs> if you haven't already start hitting follow on at fairy B on uh, IG and at underscore Bria underscore B underscore. On Twitter. And um, awesome. Thank you. And I'm Lons. You can find me at PK Prime 12 on Instagram and Twitter. And Shy, hit us with your digits. You can follow me at Pancake4Table. Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram. You can also catch me every week with my other sisters. Lons is my is my Goldverse sister, but my actual biological sisters on the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Um, every Friday, we drop another uh, conversation between three siblings making fun of each other and talking about pop culture. So I <laughs> um, uh, hope you can join us for that. And this has been a Gold Nerds live podcast. And you can find us on the Gold Nerds at the Gold Nerds on Twitter, at Gold Nerds on Instagram. There it is, guys. 
And we want to say a huge thank you to the amazing Bria B. Thank you so much, Bria B. You have been so delightful, wonderful. If I had more adjectives with my thesaurus, I would say them to you. You have been so kind. Thank you so much for coming on. This was such a thrill and such an honor. I love the podcast. You guys are awesome. I'm so glad to to be a real live part of of the Gold Burst. And it's it's yeah, it's a dream come true. This was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I know all the fans are so thankful. So many amazing comments. Thank you, Gold Nerds, for always making these live podcasts so much fun for voting, for your comments, uh, for your questions, and for sharing all the love with our amazing guests who take time out of their busy day to hang with us. And uh, there's a call for you, Lons, to, to do your your, your closing. Uh, Let's do uh, it. JTP out. Have a live JTP. episode. <laughs> love you guys. Love you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Bye.